0: Hi, it's Melissa Moore and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning. Looking forward to today's conversation with Margaret Bose. She is the executive director of the I-70 Mountain Corridor Coalition. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. Well, tell me exactly what is the I-70 Mountain Corridor Coalition and what do you do? So the I-70 Coalition
1: is a group of 27 towns, counties, and businesses along the I-70 Mountain Corridor, and we advocate for both long-term improvements to the corridor, but also work on short-term solutions to the extreme traffic that I-70 often sees on
0: weekends and holidays. And it's only gotten worse. That is the thing, you know, I've lived here for a long time and I can't believe that it feels like, you know, there is a a traffic issue all the time now on I-70. Yeah,
1: it's a tricky corridor when you look at the weather and the grades and the curves, and then putting more and more people on that interstate section every year, um, it definitely can be tough to navigate. Um, But we do think there's ways that... We can get our arms around um, the traffic, and one of those is trying to get folks to change the way they travel. Okay. So that's,
0: yeah. Okay, and explain that to me.
1: So the campaign that we just launched, Break Up With Your Car, is really aimed at raising awareness of all the many transit options that are available to get folks from the front range, up the mountains, around the mountains, and back again. The options have really increased dramatically in recent years, but we feel like maybe a lot of folks haven't heard about these new services. So we want to raise awareness of those, including talking about how... Most mountain communities have a very robust local and regional bus service. So once folks get up I-70 on transit, mm-hmm. they're not stuck at their hotel or stuck at the resort. They have options to move around within a community and between communities.
0: All right, yeah, let's talk about that more specifically because you said there are a lot of options for getting up the mountain up I-70. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, go through those options with me. Okay, So, CDOT,
1: the Colorado Department of Transportation, has really taken a lead on transit services throughout the state. But talking about the ones that are focused on I 70, Bustang is a bus service that runs seven days a week, multiple trips per day between Denver and as far west as Grand Junction. And um, it's, it's a pretty low cost option. For example, to get from Denver to Vail is only $17.
0: So cheaper than driving your car and paying for parking, that's for sure. Right, right. That is so true. Okay. Um, and how many, where does it all stop? So if, if somebody decides to do the bus thing, I mean, what kind of travel time are they looking at? What kind of stops are they looking at between like Denver and Vail?
1: So it starts at Denver Union Station. It stops at the Federal Center in Lakewood and then stops Idaho Springs, Frisco Vail, Avon Eagle. And as I said, all the way further west to Grand Junction, there um, are a few more express buses that just run in between Denver and Vail and Avon. So those are going to be, um, you know, uh, maybe a faster travel time with fewer stops.
0: And when we talk about these buses, I think a lot of people probably are thinking, okay, comfort-wise, what kind of mm -hmm. buses are we we talking about here?
1: These are really nice, uh, relatively new coaches, bus coaches, and they all have storage um, underneath the bus for all of your gear, your skis, etc. Um, but the seats recline, they each have a UFE port, there's Wi-Fi on the buses, as well as a restroom. So it's it's not your um, old school bus, that's for sure.
0: I was going to say, that actually sounds really relaxing compared to driving up I-70. Yeah, it sure does. It
1: sure does. And then um, I want to mention another great service. It is uh, direct-to-resort bus service. It's called Snowstang. It's also operated by CDOT. And that travels every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday holidays between Denver, and then it goes directly to Loveland Ski Area, Arapahoe Basin Ski Area, Hopper Mountain Resort, and Steamboat Springs. And that is a nice service because, you know, in this day and age when you ski, you typically get dropped off at a lot, a remote lot, and you mm-hmm. take a shuttle bus into the base area anyway. Well, these snow-staying buses will just drop you right at the base area. So oh, my gosh. So saves on resort parking, and adds uh, a certain level of convenience as well.
0: I love that. How often are these buses, you said they were running um, every to the resorts at least, every Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday on holidays. How often are they running, and how convenient is it for people to be able to ski all day and then get a bus on home?
1: It is just one bus to each resort each of those days, Saturday, Sunday, and Mondays, and it operates from December to April. So it is... um, counting on you wanting to get a full day of skiing in. So at least fairly early from Denver to try to get ahead of some of that traffic and then uh, bring folks back at the end of
0: the ski day. Okay. And I'm assuming you need reservations on these buses. Bus
1: does not require a reservation. Snow staying does. Okay. And, yeah, all of... All of these options can be found at our website, goi70.com forward slash transit. It lists all of the I-70 transit services as well as those local and regional bus services that I mentioned.
0: All right. And is there a minimum age for travelers on these buses? So kids 2 to 11 um, need to be
1: accompanied by an adult. And I will say right now, uh, Snowsting is offering a buy one, get one free promotion through the rest of the ski season. But ages, kids age 2 to 11 do ride free with an adult. So Gosh, a great I mean, way for the family to get up to those ski areas.
0: I was going to say, I mean, it just sounds like a lot less stress. And like you said, actually cheaper than having to drive and park and do all that. Absolutely true. You know, when you look at the cost of good tires, wear and tear on your car, the cost of gas, and we're increasingly
1: seeing paid parking in mountain communities right, and resorts, right. it really can be a cost savings to
0: take these uh, buses. Uh, what other options are there for folks to get up to the mountains? Because I think the bus service, maybe a lot of people didn't realize that it was that convenient and that economical.
1: That's absolutely true. That's what we're finding is that a lot of folks just... um aren't aware that these services exist. Uh, there's also a service called Outrider that runs between Denver and mountain communities such as Winter Park, Fraser, Gramby, and Steamboat Springs. Mm-hmm. And then Winter Park has been operating their ski train again for the last few years. It's called the Winter Park Express, and that is a winter train between Denver Union Station and Winter Park Resort. So again, drops you right off at the resort.
0: Right. And I think I, for folks who've taken the ski train, it's such an easy and a fun Option and it does just take some of that stress away from driving. That's absolutely right. Um,
1: We have a lot of new folks in the state. And folks that maybe don't have a car that's equipped with the right tires for mountain driving, or they just aren't comfortable driving in wintry conditions. And so that these are all a great option to give those people access to the mountains.
0: Right. Absolutely. It's like definitely go up and enjoy them. But, yeah, it's there are easier options out there. What are some of the other benefits aside from alleviating the traffic as we're talking about these options?
1: So, uh, decreasing emissions. You know, we have some pretty um, aggressive goals to reduce emissions in the state, and getting folks out of their vehicles and into transit can really go a long way to reducing those emissions.
0: We've got the ski train, we've got the buses, uh, and the campaign is called "Break Up with Your Car." What is it that you want people to realize about driving up to the mountains versus some of the other options?
1: Just that um, they can have a uh, a stress-free trip at lower cost and do a kind thing for the environment by getting out of their car and into these transit options. Um, So we are really encouraging people to break up with their car and fall in love with mountain transit. It's a great, convenient, cost-saving option for folks to get between the Front Range and the mountains.
0: I love it. Now, we talked a lot about the winter commute. What happens in the summertime with all this?
1: So busting and outriders, will still operate in the summer months. And you know, that's that's a tougher nut to crack, quite honestly, summer traffic. Um, in the winter we know that the majority of folks are, are coming up to recreate in the snow and so those times are kind of predictable and mm-hmm. it's easier to target those winter travelers. But there's actually higher volumes on I seventy in the summer months. So we will continue to work on raising awareness. Of these travel options in the summer as well.
0: I did not realize that. Yeah, most people don't.
1: <laughs> All, the highest uh, traffic numbers on the I-70 Mountain Corridor occur in the uh, July and August time frame.
0: I had no idea. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, having grown up here as a kid, it was always like, "Ooh, the mountains are so much better in the summer. You just felt like the traffic wasn't as bad.
1: Yeah. You know, one benefit in the summer is with kids out of school, people have more um, flexibility in their travel times, so right. um, they hopefully choose to travel outside those very busy travel times.
0: Right, and I would say also, it's a, besides the travel times, the, the road conditions are just better, so you don't have the mm-hmm. accidents and some of the other problems you run into in the winter. Yeah, you know, I
1: do want to mention that this summer there will be a really exciting new option for folks. Uh, it's called Pegasus, and rather than full size buses, we will these will be smaller shuttle vans, like an airport shuttle size vehicle. And those vehicles will run almost hourly between Denver and Avon. Okay. Um, And that will, that service will run Friday afternoons, Saturdays, Sundays, and Monday holidays. Nice. So that is really going to be a game changer because it will just add so much, um, so many options and allow people to have so much more flexibility as to when they come up and return and another great thing about the Pegasus service is it will be able to operate in the mountain express lane so it will be able to fly by some of that congested traffic and truly deliver a faster trip to folks so we're really excited to see that launch later this spring.
0: Okay and is this going to be the first year that Pegasus is operating? Yes it is brand new. Okay. And so what about reservations for that?
1: Yes, that will require reservations. Since we're, it's a smaller vehicle, um, we think reservations are important so folks know that they have a seat on that van when they want to travel.
0: Okay. And for folks that want to maybe go to the resorts up there and they have their luggage, is there going to be room for all that as well? Absolutely.
1: And there'll even be bike
0: racks. Oh, um, nice! Van.
1: And also, as I mentioned, on um, the bus, just like the bussing buses, there'll be Wi-Fi and USB charging stations.
0: Wow, so, I love it! All right, so yeah. what other what other initiatives are you working on right now? Because it sounds like you guys are really trying to to get a handle on the traffic and the number of people mm-hmm. moving into the state.
1: Yeah. So a couple other uh, programs we operate. Our GoI70 dot com website has a travel forecast that's posted every Thursday afternoon. And it looks at historical data and weather and events and construction and gives folks an idea of what the traffic patterns will be on Mm -hmm. I-70 for that weekend. And it just helps folks uh, choose to travel outside of those peak travel times and hopefully avoid traffic. So highly recommend folks uh, check that website before they travel on the weekends. And then we're also promoting carpooling. There are a couple new apps available, carpool apps. One is called Caravan. The other is TreadShare. And they are making it more convenient for folks to find each other and organize themselves into carpools. Um, And again, that will go a long way to reducing the number of vehicles on the corridor.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I love all these new initiatives that are happening. What have you found? I mean, right now in the winter, you said the traffic's a little more predictable. What are those peak times that people should try to avoid if they can?
1: So Friday afternoon, early evening can be uh, relatively congested. The most um, consistent traffic we see is Saturday mornings between 6:30 a.m. and noon. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say the westbound mountain Express lane that just recently opened is helping reduce some of that congestion. But we are still seeing delays, so we would love to for folks to either leave early on Saturday morning or later in the afternoon on Saturday. And then, of course, uh, eastbound on Sunday afternoons can be a real bear, and so we encourage folks to stay up in the mountains and you know, grab a a pizza or a bite to eat or do some shopping on Main Street before they head back to the mountains. And they can have a a delay free trip if they plan to leave after seven or so.
0: Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask you. What is that kind of magical (laughs) time where we can avoid all that? So having dinner up in the mountains and just waiting will save some time. Absolutely. Okay, wonderful. And for folks that want more information on the bus service, on the train, like all of it, where did they go?
1: All of the information uh, that I just talked about is at goi70.com and uh, just all sorts of great information for folks that want to travel the corridor without a vehicle or learn how to avoid traffic.
0: Right. And I should mention for folks that are moving here from out of town, mountain driving can be tricky. So not having to drive in the winter might be a good thing for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. The website again, go i70.com. Margaret Bowes, the executive director of the i70 mountain corridor coalition. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it when I get to learn something here. And I had no idea we had so many great options for getting up to the mountains, and not having to get behind the wheel of the car and actually drive ourselves. So great information today. Thank you again. And for more information on today's podcast and to check out the website, you can always just go to your radio station's website. We're going to link the podcast up there. You can share it on your social media as well. Go out. Have a great Sunday. Be blessed. And remember, be kind to everyone.